Yeah, Do not disturb y'all. my phone on vibrate. Okay. All right. So welcome to welcome. episode what? Episode nine. Ooh. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. That's it's been eight number. months. Eight long months. Yes. And we're doing this on a, um, just a whim, kind of mm-hmm. aside kind of thing. Just to test out a yep. few things. Yep. Um, so episode nine of Such a Pretty Podcast. So today we are kind of coming coming together um, as a crew of yeah. ladies to talk about what the fuck is going on right now. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> some bullshit. Yeah, I'm dealing with some stuff here. Right. We're dealing with some stuff. So we have Mel Malia. Yes. Yes. Call me Black Rose. Black, Miss Black Rose in the building. <laughs> yes. And you may remember her from our previous podcast that yes. she's been on with our girls, Chad, in her opinion, and <laughs> letting y'all know. So she's back like she never left. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Esther, Miss Diary of a Goddess, honey. Ooh. Hey, guys. Yes. So <laughs> Esther is here and you know she's been working with such a pretty podcast since yes. the beginning. Day yes. one. And we're still here and we're still getting ready and we're prepared grinding. for what's coming up in mm-hmm. the future. So yeah, this is our recap. Yep. Our of... 2020 recap. <laughs> I know, in October. In October. We'll have another one in December. <laughs> it was just like February came, boom. Yeah, right? Here we are. Here, here we, we are. are. Yes. Here we are. We blinked. Right? We, we, we blinked. blinked. What was it? January, February, Ugh. quarantine, and October. That was it. And that was it. Yeah. So we're going to start off. We're going to do a little um, pretty or pretty messy just to warm everybody yes. up before we get into, okay. you know, the difficult things that we've been through these past eight months. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so pretty or pretty messy, ladies. Um, Megan the Stallion Ooh. and Tori Lanes. Messy. All the way a mess. <laughs> Messy! Disgusting mess. Such a mess. Okay, so why is it a mess? Who's going first? Mel. I think it's a mess because I guess people don't really know what really happened. People mm-hmm. want to know what happened. But I. it's funny, though, for me, why I find it messy is that initially people were like, well, there's no charges. There's no charges. <laughs> Megan is a liar. There's no, I need to see a charge. It's only a gun charge. He's, you know what I mean? She's talking pure nonsense. And then now we got the charges and he's getting charged for assault, felony assault. Mm-hmm. Now the same people who were justifying it are saying now they need a conviction. Yeah. So what is messy to me is... If you want to just ride for Tori and that's who you want to ride for, yeah. just say that. Then say that. Right? Just keep it real. And if yeah. you want to ride for Megan and that's why you're riding for Megan, mm-hmm. just say yeah. that. Yeah. We need to stop because it's like everybody's looking stupid right now mm-hmm. for a situation that we don't that we, even we don't That we know. have no part in. That is none of our business. Right? And we're grabbing and holding feelings for right? it. Right? Trust me. Someone, so, yes, pretty messy. Like, he said it was in his song. It's real. He said, yo, you read his, did you listen to his lyrics? You listen to the lyrics? There's no charges, no case. Now there's charges. So what is the next step? What is now? now? Exactly. What is the next step? Yeah. So Mel says pretty messy. I say and pre- Esther says? I say pretty messy too. Yeah, all the way. Because, again, we don't know the exact details of the situation. Mm-hmm. All we know is that Megan was injured over what whatever fight it was, a lover's quarrel, whatever it was. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is now there is a charge. Yeah. So for all the people that were waiting for a charge to happen, what now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> what now? Yeah. And also, why is it that it takes us so long to have to believe what a black woman says? I don't understand why... It's taken us this long. Like, if she got shot in the foot and she said she got shot in the foot and has receipts and medical, you know, information telling us what happened, why is it taking us this long to believe her? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I think it's the people, again, like how we were talking about earlier in regards to assumptions. Mm -hmm. People identify you with whoever you portray on social media, right? Right. So I guess in regards to her lyrics... People are saying, oh, well, she's saying she's a savage and she can do mm-hmm. shit for herself. She don't need no man. I so, think that's like, the, that's like a deeper conversation yeah. that people are not ready yeah. to have. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when people throw that out, mm-hmm. they're not 
thinking beyond whatever this topic surface level topic is Mm -hmm. you cannot bring that up without having a true conversation and argument to back that up and i I feel like that's not developed for a lot of people so you cannot enter that ring having a conversation saying oh she portrays herself as this that or whatever so she you know deserves whatever Mm -hmm. it may be that's wrong and yes i agree with you esther it is pretty messy yes it's very messy messy. my whole thing is from the beginning i was always like that and i've been like told about myself (laughs) when it came to this situation i was always like when megan came out there was she didn't tell a story right it was more out of frustration and anger and that is how she chose to deal with it Mm -hmm. and for me I don't want to get caught up in that mm-hmm. emotion of how this person chose to deal with their situation. Right. So I separated myself from that. Yeah. But a lot of, you know, trigger points do mm-hmm. happen for a lot of people yeah. in that scenario. And I can understand that. Yeah. But to rush to a judgment where there was no explanation given whatsoever. There was no scenario given whatsoever. It was just going on Instagram live. Tori shot me and he did it intentionally. Everybody then we're speculating about what happened. Now, when everything comes out, we find out it was a gun injury and not a gunshot wound. So the injury is there's shrapnel or whatever. There's other extra stories. If you listen to the Tori Lanez album, if you want to or whatever it may be. And with that, where people, oh, he's talking. We don't need to hear from him. What does he have to say? Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. I feel like Megan had the opportunity to speak. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a fully developed story. So that's why right. people had questions. So why are we giving him an opportunity to speak? Right. And I felt like in that instance where it was an album and not like an interview, right. I was like, this is some bullshit. Right. But yeah. then I stopped and I thought about it. I'm like, it, back in the day, or just generically speaking, yeah. when it comes to artists, they share their feelings, their experiences, stories. their stories. When Chris Brown and Rihanna came out, mm-hmm. first they released music to talk about it before yeah. they went to the to sit down yes. interviews. So it's an artist thing to express themselves. You're right. So I'm like, why are people giving him an opportunity to speak? And when listening to, to the album, and I'm not defending Tori and the actions of the situation, right. it's just looking at the all picture the and piecing the everything together. On the album, he says it. Yeah. We're always talking, protect one another, stand up for black men. Yeah. When, one make, when one makes a bad decision mm-hmm. and does something bad, are we done with him forever? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, think, I think that's the problem with today's society. Cancel though. culture. The cancel culture, but... It's also taking accountability. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yes. like yes. him making a comment like that mm-hmm. is showing that he doesn't want to take accountability for whatever the actions. But is. did Megan take accountability for her actions in that situation? Right, but nothing ever warrants you getting shot. It doesn't matter. Like no, and that's think, me asking that question though. Doesn't doesn't mean that I think them, she should have gotten shot. If both of them talked at the same kind of time, mm-hmm. I think it's because. He waited, he waited for so long. So long. Mm-hmm. If it was a situation where he said... He just had a statement initially, like, I, mean, I didn't do this. But that's the thing. Now we're determining how people's actions are supposed to be right, in but, accordance but you're, with but something. You're expecting, but then, then what response would you expect from Okay, people, so my whole right? thing is, if we're... Okay, it's a situation where both sides, we don't know what happened. We, nobody right? knows. So yes. if we're holding Tori accountable, which we all are... Yes. On every single level. Yeah, everyone's saying Tori ev- did it. Ev- everybody does. <laughs> yeah. Does Megan hold any accountability in this situation? But we situation? won't know until we find out what, what, the, like, whole what the whole story is, and, right? And that's why there's three sides to every exactly. story. Exactly. There's side A, side B, and then there's But the guess truth. what? In today's society, it doesn't matter about any sides. Right. <laughs> but everybody <laughs> thing is, though, it doesn't matter because it's whether true. or not you, yeah. you want to hear the whole side, mm-hmm. people still are on... People are still going to choose gonna who choose they're, they're going they to choose. choose. Like, exactly. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, someone has the right to choose, I'm for Megan. Exactly. And I believe someone I has the right to choose that I they're agree. from Tory. But yeah. the problem is with both sides, people are like, oh, you don't know the facts. You, don't, yeah. you, yeah. Can't, you can't hit infringe on the on somebody. other person. Yes. If I'm an individual and I say, holy shit, I relate to a woman yes. mm-hmm. and she got abused, whether it was she pursued it or not, mm-hmm. and it was... 
People make it seem like, oh, because it was just yeah. a, it was just a, it was just the, the fragments that got her. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's yeah. still, it's just like someone spitting on you or slapping. It doesn't matter. If that woman feels that she has that connection to that, yes. she has the right no, to. No, I agree. And just like for someone who relates to Tori, they feel his music. They like what he has to say. So they're going to side with him. And it's I believe that's okay, yeah. but we need to stop disrespecting yes. each other and infringing on everybody else's opinions opinion is I on agree. whoever so I we agree. need to yeah. determine okay if that's what i'm gonna look at it then let me shut up <laughs> yeah and observe and observe, observe. or just yeah. say i ride for tori yeah that's i ride it. for megan and boom period done. and done yeah i agree right i, I agree, agree too. don't be infringing on my opinion yeah but what i want our community <laughs> i do Literally. what i really want our community to stop saying is that as a black woman, if you're aggressive mm-hmm. or if you're you're confrontational, mm-hmm. you deserve that type of conflict. That's because at the end of the day, I'm an aggressive person, right? So mm-hmm. I would tell you about your parts. Okay, so wait. When I say deserve, because that word yeah, you and, have that, to be and those statements, because yes. I get that all the time. So yes. for me, I'm very inquisitive. Yes. And I ask a lot of questions. And because mm-hmm. I ask a lot of questions, that gets interpreted into this person may have deserved based on my line of questioning. Right. So I need to like find out where that line, yeah, where that line comes from, where we can find a way to communicate so that we're not saying, yeah, yeah, so that we're not saying that, you know, Mm -hmm. you believe this because you asked a question or because you're inquiring further. So I don't know. What is it for you when, when somebody says something? I just like in regards to no it's when they're like oh you know how some girls are like you know how you know how it is Mm -hmm. you know they're aggressive she probably hit him like those Mm -hmm. type of comments personally to me yeah i don't think that's a justification for anybody ever being shot never and i find that Mm -hmm. when you're an aggressive black female and she's not short she's not you know she's not Mm -hmm. looked at as anybody as feeble we as black women too Mm -hmm. will start looking at her as that she kind of deserved what she was supposed to get. And granted, again, I don't know what the story is. Right. I literally don't know what happened, so I'm right. not going to make a comment. But it's those little words Details, that I hear yeah. that it's just like... Yeah, those little... No. Yeah. I agree with you. We can't 100%. be doing that to mm-hmm. each other. Because then, cannot, that yeah. means they're talking about me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or if, if I was in a situation, yes. that would be the same situation. That you would say that to somebody. Oh, that, oh, but what did she do? Yeah. Right. But what did... So how did she right. end yeah. up? Yeah. And it's like the, the rumor the, of the being a whole. Yes. In general, mm-hmm. that whole rumor. There's a lot of people who would actually believe that statement because oh, they see you and they see you partying, mm-hmm. they see you traveling. Yep. So how do I would how would I feel as a woman if someone did that to me? That's just right. how I look at it. So we just and I just exactly. be careful with your that words. Shit. That's right. it. That's all. Sorry, right. but you were going to say something. I cut you off. Oh, I was going to no, add on. No, that was on. perfect. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you nailed it, sis. Like yes. I was going to basically add on to that and just say I feel like we're so quick to judge black women as soon as they express any type of emotion it's yeah. like the minute mm-hmm. black women express any type of emotion people are always like well what caused this and what caused that mm-hmm. and they're looking for like reason and it's like well why can't i just be looked at as a vulnerable woman who mm-hmm. went through some shit yeah you know what i mean yeah like yes i'm a strong dominant woman yes i'll mm-hmm. fuck someone up if they come at me mm-hmm. but i'm still a vulnerable woman yep. i'm still like you know at the end of the day and it's like I, what really made me feel so sorry for Meg because again like you said we don't know the facts of the story we don't don't know what happened we don't know what antagonized this fight for all for hell Kylie Jenner was there why ain't she up in the (laughs) front like what what did Chris Jenner who did Chris Jenner have to call this is the first time they've been out like I'm getting myself outside of black folks listen she was in that car with these people and her momager did what she had to do to get her out. But anyway, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to bring short, up the Kardashians. No, my, even my, if they're involved. But <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, no. I digress. I, I digress. No, I get what you're them, saying, but though. I, but I the reason it. I brought it up is just because at the end of the day, it's like for Meg, she's been through a lot in this 
year personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's lost people in her life. She's entering an industry that is very scary to enter by yourself. So she has a woman. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the situation with Tori, and like I said, I don't know the details, but clearly there was an intimate relationship here. You know, you could even tell over quarantine they had. Yeah. Okay. So, so many if you want to know the tea, so let's go with the tea. Cause, <laughs> let's go all with right. it. So allegedly, and allegedly, yes. we're piecing things together. Um, Slowly but surely. Because honestly, we haven't gotten a complete story from Megan as mm -hmm. to what happened that night. So that's why we're piecing things together from what Tori said in his album, for yes. what bystanders have said. So this is where this is coming from, and it's all allegedly. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> So according to reports, um, Tori, Megan, um, Kylie, mm -hmm. and uh, Megan's best, best friend, friend yes. they were all hanging out at yes. Kylie's house. Apparently, Tori was getting a little bit too friendly mm -hmm. with Kylie, mm -hmm. and Megan took took um, offense to that or whatever, and she started snapping. According so to Tori, yeah. According to, just to the, yeah, story. to the stories yes. that are happening. Yes. Um, that were happening even before Tori yeah. came out with whatever. So apparently she took offense to that and got upset and they ended up leaving mm -hmm. together. Um, all of them, all three of them with a the friend and whoever. Yes. Somehow there was a fight in terms of the friend finding out about Megan sleeping with Tori. Mm -hmm. Because the friend used to date Tori. Okay. And apparently she got covid See, this is all alleged, y'all. You see all the details. Allegedly, the friend got all COVID. The alleged, yep. The friend got COVID, so she wasn't traveling and around them anymore. Okay. So that's when her, uh, Megan, and Tori would sneak off and do their, do their thing. private oh, flight thing. Interesting. So now the best friend is back. Mm -hmm. They're experiencing that Kylie situation. Right. Why is Megan, you know, yes. getting catching feelings over Tori flirting Boom. Uh, allegedly, they were fighting yes. because it was revealed that Tori is now sleeping with the same guy as her best friend. Yes. And that's why they got into a heated altercation. Yes. So that was the initial thing. Yeah. And Tori was involved in there somehow. I don't yes. know. Apparently, he had the gun. Somebody reached for the gun. <laughs> that's where shit got foggy. <laughs> Only God knows. God knows. So... Yes, yeah, so that's the alleged story as to what this is pieced on. Yes. Did you listen to Tori's? Sure, album? did not. No, I, okay. I heard the tracks. I heard pieces of mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I heard the tracks yeah. that were related to it. Yeah, I didn't listen to the whole album though. I'm not gonna. To lie. be very honest with mm -hmm. you, I'm not a Tori Lane's fan. Like I'm not someone who would say like, oh my god, let me listen. I don't know any mm -hmm. of Tory Lane's albums. The only album I know of Tory Lane's is the mixed chick tape. The chick tape, yeah. And that's only because my brother was playing it in the house. Mm -hmm. But it was crazy because it sounded better when he was playing it in the house compared to me you listening, listening to, to it. it. I hear you. Like the only like Tory stuff I have is him being featured on, on other people's yes. stuff. Yeah. So I like for me features. to sit and listen to yeah. an album, like mm -hmm. I'd have to be in a mood. To listen yeah. to it, so it's not nothing to do with like it is what it is. It's yeah. just yeah. I'm not a fan. I've never been yet. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I yeah. feel it. So it's not even a disrespect to him or yes. whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, but apparently through social media, what I've been seeing, his family members mm. are riding for him. Yeah, his dad came out. Yeah, I saw and said, that. They I made mean, a statement. But, but would, yo, if my my brother was guilty too, I'd be riding. Right. <laughs> in the bible in the verses you said a whole word so yeah. you know what i'm trying to say so why are we I, finding the bible in the verses now so all who, of a sudden who's gonna listen to tori's dad even if tori was innocent but here's my thing also adding on to that why didn't your team or publicist come out with an initial statement but wait but wait okay go ahead but wait go ahead. Go ahead. we can no, demand no, no, no. things as go a ahead. public go ahead we yes. can we can want people to you know yes function and move in a certain way we can 
And my whole thing is there's an open case. Right. And he doesn't know, especially in that time where they are collecting evidence mm-hmm. on him, he doesn't know what they need to solidify charges <laughs> right, or yeah. whatever it may be. So what they say from the beginning with any case, any celebrity case, yeah. is don't say shit. Which is why people didn't understand why Megan came out yeah. and was saying shit. Saying what she Because said, it was yeah. an open case. Yeah. I don't think she could handle the pressure she was receiving. Yes. Go, she was going with everything. Exactly. Yeah. And it was pretty harsh what she was getting. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's probably why maybe there should have been somebody to guide her. Mm-hmm. To make yes. her, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, girl, talk her off the ledge a little Let bit. Let this like, guy get charged first. And, and then, and then whatever, we'll talk about and then it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And that's why I think he didn't say anything. It's You're not right. like he doesn't want to clear his name. or like people telling him. You can't Shut say anything right now. Absolutely. And you see, Lawyers. right after the album came out now, the full charges that they wanted to charge him from the beginning Are were finally laid. Because yeah. I think he had his court case the other day, yeah. the beginning of the month, beginning mm-hmm. of October, he had his court mm-hmm. case, his first hearing, yeah. and they laid the appropriate charges. And now, And I think that see. was also based happen. on... Yeah, mm-hmm. let, let the fate happen. Yeah, yeah. Let, let it be whatever. He's facing 23 he years. A, if he did shoot a woman... He's he ain't a, ain't mm-hmm. shit. He ain't shit. And then he will have to do whatever, serve whatever time. Mm-hmm. If he didn't do it, and it's proven in the court of law, then most people will just have to humble themselves and say, "Okay, yeah, let, he didn't let, do let it. Let go and let God." So exactly. There we go. And so now, bad. let's all right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Bad. If you do it, him my do it. Bad. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the next. Yeah, it got really messy just now. Yeah. All mess. All right. Disgusting. <laughs> These right. two young kids need better. PR <laughs> 2020. Right. Yes, thank and you. that's the thing. Social media is now their PR, and that's it's not their best the friends. We don't need to know all that, guys. No. We need that. Motel we don't need training. to know all of that. Back in the day, Barry Gordy used to train. Anyway, maybe we need to fucking PR and have a. PR right? Nice. Little PR firm. All right. Pretty or pretty messy. So we're going to talk about the U.S. election real <laughs> quick. And <laughs> this is pretty uh, motherfucking messy. The fly on um, the head. <laughs> the fly on the head. Okay. I just have a question about, just a real quick question about the debates. Do you think there was mansplaining going? Did you watch it? I did. I you see the review? Bit. I, I watched a little bit. Did you feel that there was mansplaining? Do you feel like he was being disrespectful? Which one? Trump or Pence? Pence? No, the Pence one with yeah. Kamala. I felt like he kept cutting her off. Okay. And, and she, she, yeah. it's not that I personally, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't personally care about uh, mm-hmm. Kamala or Kamala. any of these people. I don't really, I don't Kamala. really know. Kamala. How Kamala. does she, how does she Kamala. want it? I think it's Kamala. Kamala? Kamala. But I know they call her Kamala I want to say it right. Because everybody messes it up. Kamala, it's a, yeah. Especially if you're speaking fast, it, it happens. Yeah, you just yeah. You don't intentionally do it. I just mm-hmm. feel like as women, we're, we're, whenever we're up against a man, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always that risk of being cut off in the middle. There's always that risk of, as soon as we make a mm-hmm. valid point, they get super emotional. And I think that that's what happened. Mm. Um, like I said, to me, left-wing, right-wing, Democratic, Republican, they're both they're both wings of the same bird. Yeah. So to me, they all shit. No, no offense. <laughs> None of them ain't shit. Right. But as a woman, it was pissing me off the way she was getting cut off. Because it's mm-hmm. like, let the woman just... Everyone has a designated time to talk. Yeah. Let her talk. And she had to keep on saying. She was like, let me speak. Yeah, like it was... It was <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I'm speaking. I'm Why do you have to even say that? But this is what, as women, we have to deal with regardless. So. And even the after reviews that she was getting, they were saying pretty much the whole idea of black women having attitude and hmm. this and that like that was the perception they kept on pushing towards her when mm-hmm. no one ever mansplained anything that this guy was doing in regards to yep. like cutting her off like yeah. I, I that's the only part i was just like mm-hmm. mm, this is how i feel in a general workplace yeah. as a black woman because you have to you have to remain stoic yes you have to remain stoic because you don't want People to perceive you as being too aggressive yes. or being Having that typical stereotype woman, yeah. and then you have to be mixed that with being professional at the same time. Yes. And it's a fucked up feeling to be, and then to yes. do that li- and to do that live. Live. I know. She. There was moments where I know she was just like <laughs> this. 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 And word. This ninja here. You know the thing <laughs> I is, say ninja when I don't want to say this. I say ninja. Really? Ninja, we're really going to go? You really want to go there with me, bro? <laughs> oh. But you know what the thing is? I think a little bit differently about Kamala. <
that. You know, my whole she thing did. with like Kamala is um, she wasn't identified, and I I'm not woman, here yeah. to measure blackness. Right. Okay, I'm a black woman, right. so my purpose is not to measure black right. blackness. But I just see a trend happening yeah. here in the media, and let me just call it out. Um, Kamala did not identify right, exactly. as a black person exactly. until she was um, elected for vice uh, nominated. She was nominated for the vice presidency. And that's when she became black. When yeah. she's, yeah. Well, first, initially, it happened when she did her Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, that was thing, when I And she was talking about him. smoking weed and all that stuff, yeah. whatever. So that's when she was first like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to get down. Yeah. But still not a black woman, though. Yeah. So, Okay. That was when the agenda began. That was when well, they told her they had to push it. Start go. That was when her PR yeah, people they, told her start going on the yeah. Breakfast you're a black woman we, now. We booked you on here, we sister girl. You on here, sister girl. Yes. Yeah. All these things. Well, so meanwhile. my whole thing is her whole life. She's been Indo Indian Indian, Indian American American. And now all of a sudden she's Jamaican South Asian American. <laughs> South Asian American. So are both of her parents Jamaican? They're both Jamaican. They're Indian but they're Jamaican. Indian, so it's like and nobody black in her family. No. no, if you look it up, her parent, her family owned slaves. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sure that's yeah. with a lot of black people who have the. T- you guys take that last name of an actual slave owner, but yeah. can you take ownership for that? Like, no, they're not the not the slave owner. They are the slave owner. Which side? The Indian side or the his? The wife? Indian side. The she's Indians. In, she's her family she's owned slaves. Mother and. Father there was no Indian. slaves that owned them that they took the name. Her this family. Is her father. He looks black. Apparently, he's an Indian man. He looks black, bro. A lot of Indian people. This is a black, black man. He does this look this black. is a black no, man. No, no, he could be no. Look no. No, he's Sri Lankan. No. Okay. No, no. But this is her dad. <laughs> but I think what Misha's trying to say. I think maybe the mom is not black. Okay, so what I'm saying is saying that, that her identifying identify. as black. Okay. Yeah, okay. She could have her drop yeah. or two, yeah. but that was never a discussion she until she got the, the nomination. So that's my, okay. the narratives of what we have to go through as black women, I totally agree yeah. that we have to be stoic. That's her dad? Yes. So um, we have to be stoic yeah. when it comes to certain but things, this is the mom. and we can't show certain attitudes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I understand that about black women. Yes. I just don't think that narrative yeah. applies to Kamala. Well, because she herself really never identified with being black, and until all she doesn't politically. Politically, yeah, she hasn't done anything in her political career to aid the advancement yeah. or she support of black, men of black people. Yeah, she, of black as prosecution and what? men, no, they don't ask her about any of this. In the breakfast class interview, they didn't. Ask they, her. they they asked they her back then, oh, and okay. she laughed about it. That's when Charlemagne was. That's when Charlemagne was asking her, "Oh, have you smoked before?" Yeah. And she laughed about smoking weed while keeping these prisoners mm-hmm. in jail yes. or not letting them out when there's new evidence. Mm-hmm. She won't let yeah. like people out yeah. because of that. Yeah. Also, I found out the other day, and I'm shitting on Kamala right now. <laughs> I am because I found Why? out the other day with Planned Parenthood, oh, there was a no. whole situation with them where they were exposed for selling fecal matter. Oh. Plans Parenthood in in California, and a part of this whole thing, the the person that exposed them for doing that, there's like actual videotape of them speaking about it, like people within the company within Planned Parenthood talking about it, it. and this guy that did the video, the feature, the journalist that exposed that. Um, Kamala, mm-hmm. who was the AG, the Attorney General of California at the time, yeah. ended up charging the journalist, which you cannot do with freedom of information, mm. based on how he gathered that information, mm. to stop him from going after Planned Parenthood. <laughs> so you're not even saving the babies? You're not saving the babies, you're not doing nothing. Anyways. So pretty much, she's, but isn't that what politics do? They care about themselves. I feel yeah. like she, at this point, didn't identify as being black. That, and now she is at this point, which is to get the black vote. To get the black vote, that's and I guess it's mm-hmm. up to the people to determine if that's if that is okay, if, if that's okay or not. Yeah, but the mean? people I yeah. for the black Americans, exactly, I'm exactly. Not we black can, American. Yeah, the three of us can have our opinions, but when you look at the comments and you look at what's happening on social media, everyone is riding for her. 
Are they? Where? Well, I'm seeing. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm joking. See, I'm seeing. I see that. I do see Rossi. black people. Like I, like but we're recently, talking about what the shade room, right. Jasmine brand. Well, like Viola Davis recently posted up something. Those about are bought her. and paid actors. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but 50, I think <laughs> you're right. Fifty. I'm seeing it's fifty fifty. You're like, right. Yeah. So people are. It's some 50, people 50. Are, Yeah. Some people are because feeling her. Some mm-hmm. people are yeah. aren't. Because I think a lot of people were torn, like in terms of who actually won the debate. Who are you? Yeah. Like we we can have the conversation about yeah. you know her stature and how she responds to certain things and her attitude yeah. and you know keeping that controlled. But, but in terms of content and how she responded, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, American election super messy. Trump oh, got COVID. Very messy. <laughs> he didn't get no, he didn't get no damn COVID. He, he said he's he's, he's cured. He's, he's immune. He's immune okay. to it. He's, he's the greatest president. The, he, what did he say? He never fought this battle. No, this twenty great, years. His whole entire life. What? Literally. The man started the video. What did he say? Hey, it's your favorite president here. <laughs> He's just no, man. He he's is a, a troll. Anyway, pretty fucking messy. All the way messy. Very All right, messy. so let's go through a quick recap. I moved okay. to another island. <laughs> <laughs> in my head, yeah, in my brain. Right? Bullshit. All right. Um. So let's talk about how we started. So let's go. Um, re- rewind mm-hmm. all the way back to March. Okay. And the last time we were here yes. is we recorded a podcast and everything was a free-for-all. We all went into lockdown. Yes. What do you remember about that first week when shit hit the fan? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask that again if y'all didn't hear me. Wow. What do you remember about the first week when shit hit the COVID fan? To be honest with you, life didn't change for me. Um, my jobs were staying... You, Y'all bitches need to come at the crack of dawn. And if you want to take time off on your own vacation time, that's a personal issue that yeah. you would like to do, but we will not oh. be assisting you at all. Oh. And only two, we were allowed two discretionary days. That is it. So for me, when it hit, I think it was more of having to function to get to work mm-hmm. how yes. i was it gonna get to work mm-hmm. am i gonna take because i take the ttc the usually yeah. so yeah. am i gonna take the ttc over uber yeah mm-hmm. so for me i had to change the first day i took the ttc it just didn't feel right mm-hmm. because it was kind of like you do these people ain't following no protocol yes. whatsoever mm-hmm. and that's when i decided to start taking uber Ubers. yeah and so that's when my mindset changed but it, nothing else really i didn't get that I didn't get a hit mm. because yeah. I was still having to function, but there was more of the fear of having to be outside. That everyday every function. Day function. Yeah. I didn't even have a mask. I used to use like my camouflage bandana. And that's it, yeah. For three months. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, months. when it first started, people weren't fussy about the mask like no, that. No. You know, not like it is now. Like it's fucking the end of humanity if you don't have one. <laughs> now, if you don't have a mask, Shit, it's man. like you can't go anywhere. You can't go inside right? stores. You can't go inside nowhere. So, what was your first week of shutdown? What was it like? My first week of shutdown got laid off. So, they were Shit. like, go home. That's so sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, government, send me this money. <laughs> so send me the money. How did you feel emotionally at the fact that your job could just say, bye? Mm-hmm. Well, na- because I'm like, since I was really young, I've always liked work. I'm a worker bee. I like to like have a job. It bothered me a lot because I was like, it just came out of nowhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they literally were like, okay, don't come on Monday. <laughs> That's what it was. Yes. No warning, no nothing. And we nothing. were like, what? And they were like, yeah, we'll let you know when to come back. And wow. that was what it was. And I was like, okay. And they were like, we sent your record of employment to the government. So sign up for EI. They, they already let, they prepared everything. Oh, then let us know. Yeah, they already sent everything. And then they were like, okay, do your thing and don't come on Monday. And that was it. And I was like, okay. So I had to really mm-hmm. force myself to fall back in love with being by myself right because going to work every day made me like it gave me something to do right and being unemployed again was like okay now i gotta face myself right did you feel like you suffered any type of like mental illness like anxiety depression oh yes stress 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 (laughs) stress to another level anxiety yeah because i mean you want to be able to earn your living but not only that like you want to be able to to move forward with your dreams with your goals and just do the things you want to do and you know when you get locked out of doing anything and they're telling you stay home they're telling you all this it's like 
well, damn, all these plans <laughs> I had for 2020, this was supposed to be my year. No this plans. was supposed to be my... And then you have to sit alone with that. Exactly. Yeah. So I had yeah. to flip the script. And I was, I'm not going to lie, I was very miserable that first couple of weeks. Right. But then I realized I'm in this for a reason. Mm. And there's a reason God is putting me through this. So whether it's to reflect on myself as a person and right. elevate myself or whether it's to whatever, like I got to do the inner work. So oh, no. I started to take advantage of being alone. So how long did it take you to get to that point? Oh, like, what month was yeah. that? Maybe, girl, <laughs> bitch, maybe I know like, that wasn't right away. <laughs> it might, it honestly might have took from March to like end of August. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. That's fair. To really get comfortable, comfortable with in that space. Yeah. And just being with myself again. Because I think work is such a like distraction mm-hmm. yeah. from just doing self work mm-hmm. on yourself. Especially mm-hmm. being a worker bee, I think yeah. it's hard. It's hard. And I'm someone who but, loves to have two But three you jobs. know what I discovered? I mm-hmm. discovered that, um, like for me, and mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing for you, yeah. like you're functioning on survival. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not actually living. We're always thinking, okay, I have to get this done. Done, Okay, I need to get this done. If I don't do this, then I have to make up this and this, that. Instead of just, okay, wait, take a minute. Take a second. Put certain things into place. Live. Like, give yourself a minute. And I feel like because you were like that, and I was like that as well, you get caught up in your everyday in things that are so not important to the bigger picture. Really not at all And, like, if you really, like... (laughs) like trickle it down and and empty everything all of the things that you were so caught up before march of 2020 how many things are like life or death compared to that stuff now so how did it how did covid affect you your first week my first week off i honestly was like because my job was pretty chill with like coming back or like working from home and i just didn't i I wanted to continue to go into work. I wanted yeah. to like keep that normalcy, like whatever. So yeah. when they sent us home and everybody had to shut down, I wasn't doing hair anymore. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. <laughs> and it took me like, I really was alone for probably like maybe six weeks mm-hmm. of like not seeing anybody. Yeah. Like just from March, from the mid-March shutdown to like April, yeah. probably Easter maybe. Yeah. Okay. Or a little bit after. But I think once May came around, I started to step out a little bit yeah. more and like, you know, reach out to people. people yeah. And then we had like the Zoom calls. So that helped with support. Yes. So I did do a lot of connecting with my family mm-hmm. um, or tried to. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword try. Tried. A bitch, all about the effort. A bitch right? be trying. <laughs> a bitch be trying out here, you know, lead yeah. with light and love. So yes. that's what I've been doing. So that was nice. I realized... It was a, a time of reflection for me. Yeah. Mm. I had a lot of time to really sit down and think about my situation, right. my life, the people in it, what I want to do, where I want to go. Because a lot of the things that I set in place for this year yeah. is shit. Oh, it's not going to happen. Yep. It's done. Yeah. We got to start new goals and shit, new bitch. New goals, <laughs> It's, it's 2020 is yeah. not, but I yeah. feel like that happened because I had to see certain things. Mm-hmm. I had to live with certain things, be comfortable in myself yes. so that when I speak, yeah. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what anybody else wants to say right. about it yeah, and challenge me if you want to. But I don't give a fuck. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh, you heard her. That's really what I learned. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> not I don't give a fuck, right? Not twice. Not three times. She already done told you what it is. It's a couple times now. 2021 is going to be on a new level. I think that's Mm -hmm. interesting that you say that. Because for me, I I went into a different, like, a different realm after the first couple of weeks. Because that whole, like media pushing in your face mm-hmm. and scaring you mm-hmm. and once i was able to be able to desensitize myself and from remove that, yourself from and that remove yeah. myself from yeah. the, the, the the stats and yeah. this and that mm-hmm. i think i went on a more of a spiritual journey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i decided that i was going to start reflecting back onto myself yes and how i could make myself yeah. into a better person and I went back into meditation. Yeah. I started um, reading, obviously, certain books. And then I just started walking mm-hmm. and I started listening to affirmations. And I feel like this year is like this 
it's like it's weird. It's like a, a bittersweet situation. Yes. It's an it's awakening. Kind of, right. Because mm-hmm. it's like I feel like I'm coming into this new person. And now I'm realizing that I don't fit into the spaces yes. that, that you were functioning in the whole time. Before, right? So for me, like, right? Like I'm grateful I have my job. Yes. Nobody's saying that I'm not grateful because mm-hmm. during this period of time, mm-hmm. I've been able to pay for whatever I had to pay, to for. pay for. But now I'm realizing that's not where yeah. spiritually Your heart is, or my yeah. purpose or where I need to be. To so be. now my next step is to figure out what is it that I want to do moving forward? And understanding that I'm just a pawn in this complete, huge universe. Yes. That I really, certain things I just don't have control over. Yes. And I have to figure out ways to, you know, to move. But you know what that is? Yes. That's that's you adjusting to what is happening right yeah. now. Yeah, Because Definitely. right now, I think everybody has to go into their own yeah. spaces. Yes and function within their spaces because if we separate Mm -hmm. or if we continue to be plugged in to what's going on right now we're not going to get anywhere we're just going to keep regurgitating the same shit over and over we're not going to get any self-work done and speaking of when shit triggered off for you where you had to remove yourself because when when you said that when um george floyd Oh, situation. Yeah, definitely. When racial injustice yes. and white supremacy and racial whatever yes. came into play yeah. with the George Floyd yes. um, situation, I feel like that was the point where you had to take a step back because there was so much like yeah. confusion and I madness I going on. I feel like, and the videos were in our face, like. Mm-hmm. Black death became something that was normal. Normalized. We were posting it on our phone and we were seeing it and we're just like, you know what I'm saying? So that's when I was just like, I didn't even watch Mm -hmm. that George Floyd video. I refused to watch Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Even though I just read the facts and some of them, I don't even want to get into that. But either way, Mm -hmm. that's when I knew that I had to You had to separate. Because Mm -hmm. the levels, the standards or... Like everything was blown out the water at that point. Yeah. Anything is is available. Yes. Everything can be su- consumed. Like there's no, and I'm not even asking for censorship. Yes, it's just the the way that that whole thing was portrayed, and yeah. it gave power to a lot of people yeah. to expose other things. Absolutely, within that yeah. and perpetuate all of that racial whatever. Yeah. And that's that's my whole thing when it comes to that trigger moment for a lot of us because it is american yeah. and we're we're here in canada so mm-hmm. i always try to like relate what happens over there because yes. yes we do get triggered by it as well for whatever reason yeah because we we're, 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 we're neighbors yeah, we're yeah. Neighbors. we, we feel, feel your pain right yeah. so we get triggered by what happens over there and a lot of those things it kind of especially for this it yeah. prompted change within our community as well yep. um i feel like at this point after certain situations have happened Mm -hmm. um like jacob blake yeah um Mm -mm -mm. like those things i feel like with the movement with blm and what they're they're trying to accomplish with that Mm -hmm. um the message the reasoning the purpose behind all even even just highlighting certain cases the breonna taylor situation highlighting certain cases that affect black people so deeply yeah. and that will bring such division within yeah. us yeah. especially at a time when everyone is preaching and wants everybody to be together and you know and- like take care of black women yep. and support black men and, and these are that. the cases that are continually highlighted and perpetuated by our media yeah. which is our blogs like the shade room yeah. or jasmine brand mm-hmm. and all these things Hollywood they continue yeah. to push this negative this black agenda. N- negative to yeah. continue this divisive narrative. Yeah. And I'm not saying that these things do not happen within our communities. And I'm not saying that um, yeah. police officers don't need to be trained. They do need to be trained properly. Because obviously there's a breakdown. There's something And it's on. been happening from 19 how long. So we need to figure out a way <laughs> right? to get it done. Yeah. But my whole issue is the pushing of a narrative yeah. upon black people that have now been taken taken up by white people because when i'm looking yeah. at these blm protests let's talk about it yeah. yeah are you how many black people are you seeing i think most with black people i think they identify with the sentiment of black lives matter but i don't know if i don't think a majority of people are 
around the movement Mm -hmm. so i think that that's where i think that's where everything is getting misconstrued right but you know how that how clever that is right yeah so whoever chose that name black lives matter they knew nobody on this earth can disagree with the sentiment those three words you can never disagree with it so comes with that the movement the foundation You can't disagree with that. But yes, you can because they're not representing my black voice in this movement. I don't see what they're they're doing. They're They're not investing in the community. So I think that black people separating themselves, it's difficult because they've incorporated so much together in the organization. And where did it come from? Mm -hmm. Exactly. What's the source? And I think that's what black people have to understand and wake up and realize. Like there's an agenda here and until people start to realize something's it, going on there's an agenda because here's what it is by nature black people have always been such a fundamentally mentally healthy group of people whether it's through faith whether it's through spirituality mm-hmm. we are just mm-hmm. mentally healthy people and like, strong whatever obstacle we go through like we overcome overcome it. yeah and i think there's this agenda going on not i think i know there's an agenda happening where whatever powers that may be that exist want to break the mental health Mm -hmm. of the black community they want to break down the emotions of Mm -hmm. the black community and with everything going on right now this is the best way to do it it's a perpetual state of anger you guys don't feel like aggression broken down from prior to but that's the agenda is what i'm saying is every time think about it this is just another time in history this is another time in history every time this is our time now this happens to just be present day but every time in history black people Get ahead, they've been having or, to fight or, some type of get war ahead, or, or yeah. just, breaking them, or just breaking them flourish down in, in any way. way this is just our this way mentally way. Spi- spiritually because yes. they can't attack us by like bombs and shit they can't fucking they can't. ram shit in our houses so they have to attack our soul Listen, our brains I'm our essence something that's gonna piss a lot of people off but it's the truth and there's a quote that i know will trigger a lot of people but here's what it is if you want to kill every black person in the world, you have to literally kill every black person mm-hmm. in the world. If you want to kill every white person in the world, all you have to do is make babies with them. And that's something Ooh. that really affects Ooh. the white community a lot and right. people that are not black in general. Because at the end of the day, if you're ca- talking about biology, the DNA that black people have and African um, people have, because all black people at the end of the day come from African ancestry. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there is nothing more dominant than those genes. Right. Yeah. Even when you're learning Punnett squares in biology, mm-hmm. like the dominant gene will always outplay the recessive. Brown eyes will always outplay the blue eyes. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. If you happen to have blue eyes, it's rare. You you happen to just get that recessive gene. So bottom line is, <laughs> bottom line is there's this anger yes. deep down right. that you know whenever black people just flourish and be themselves. There, ha- there's, there's another group that has to stop right. it, so and that's right. where okay. it, it's come. And I feel like now in this generation, with this, because th- there's a black renaissance happening, with black small businesses opening, with black, so many things happening to support black people and the natural hair care movement, and so many mm-hmm. things. That so why do we us. keep asking white people to for things? Because there's still a big community of black people within the black global population that still feel the need to want to include other groups of people to make everything, you know, because everybody wants a kumbaya type of earth. Yeah. Where everybody of all colors can be. But that's that's my problem. Yes. We're never going to have that. So people need to get that out of their head. And we understand that we want to live. We can only create our own utopia. We cannot force the rest of the world to be kumbaya. Yes. You can only teach people and do your own. And that's what I want for everybody. And that's a part of accountability. Create your own perfect world and don't infringe on others. And don't worry. Don't worry else. about others. Yeah. And, I, and I'm and i not saying there isn't a world community that we need to worry about. But that goes into feeding into the world community. Yes. When you are good, you feed yes. good into others. And it right? comes down to the video you showed me today. Oh, now? Yes. Regarding whether or not. Because Misha showed me a really important video today talking about are people born good or are people born naturally, like basically selfish. Mm. And what it is is. We think people are born good. They're not. But the reality is we're, people are not born good. We're, ta- we're taught to teach kids yeah. to be good. 
That's why when they go to kindergarten, the first thing they do is caring is sharing. Be kind to others. Right, so conditioning. It has to be conditioned. conditioned. But when you're naturally a good person and you're raised to be good, you automatically think everybody's raised the same way. But you have to filter your mind and realize, okay, everybody was raised differently. Right. I cannot let this person's words or actions affect me because I was raised this way and I have these standards. Mm -hmm. You have to just get to a point where you're like, okay, I observe the way you think. And you choose not to progress. And that's it. You choose to be the person that you are and I have to leave you right there. Simple as that. Moving on. (laughs) What else? Okay, lastly. (laughs) Um, Since we are in media and we talk all the time about stuff. Yeah. Um, what has your, how have you received the information when it comes to what's going on right now from your media sources? Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like you can rely on them? Mm-hmm. Um, and for us, mm-hmm. like producing yeah. content, where do we go from here? Right. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, everything I read, everything I see is, cause I have, it's, it's weird. I have different types of friends. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like mm-hmm. I have friends who are, I hate the term, but I have guy friends and female friends who are, they're against the system right. and this and that. And they'll send me stuff in that aspect. Talking and then that. I have the other aspect who's kind of very pretty neutral. Right. Then I have someone, friends who are completely left. Personally, for me, I'm about making money. I'm not like, <laughs> I, I will take... I take in everything that everything that comes to me mm-hmm. and kind of use it on how it's going to apply to my personal life. Mm-hmm. So then I will take all of it and never discredit, mm-hmm. but I need to see what's going on. So I'll, I'll take all the pieces of information. And then make and your then, own decision yeah. from there. And sometimes there. I can't even really make a full permanent decision mm-hmm. because, again, internet can be fake too yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so, so how do you really you find is a grain of salt because you mm-hmm. can read the bible and that pieces of the bible cannot be 100% mm-hmm. the truth right. right so everything you take anything that you intake for me personally mm-hmm. is always with a grain of salt mm-hmm. yes so I can't be on this fence where I'm going to be fighting with people because it's kind of like yeah. shit I can see this person's point of view and then I can see this other but yeah. do you find view. that people aren't are giving you an opportunity like when you try to speak your point of view that it's being heard i haven't had any issues mm-hmm. so far mm-hmm. in regards to this whole covid and you know friends saying yeah, inappropriate yeah, yeah. things or Nobody whatever has screamed at me or right. we never like i i don't know i guess maybe i'm lucky in that aspect mm-hmm. because even if it's something that i don't 100 percent agree they will probably They'll send me a message, but then they'll, and yeah. I'll give my rationale, not because I'm discrediting what they're saying, right? But it's just like, eh, you know what I mean? And yeah. they'll be like, okay, Mel. And then they'll still, but they they'll still, still give you grace to do that. Either way, they yeah. still send me yeah. stuff. It's not like we had this conversation and they just don't send me anything. You've been very fortunate. <laughs> yeah, like I still yeah. get yeah. the different points yeah. of view. We crack a joke if it, if, if, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, so I can't really. And yeah. how have you, like, okay, so from um, platforms, social media platforms, because mm-hmm. um, we create content on Instagram and we share it to Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Right. So, like, how do we now produce content? Like, how do we, because we're now the media. Yes. Because we're mm. saying things. Yes. <laughs> social media. Everybody so, has a platform. Based on the, yes. the, the climate that it is right now, yeah. I just feel like it's, it's a difficult process mm-hmm. producing content right. um, because if with cancel culture and I don't like to use these buzz terms uh, and either. presenting, you know, certain ideas yeah. to people that aren't necessarily ready to digest certain things. Yes. Um, it will be a difficult process. Right. Um, so I just in terms of you guys, yeah. when we are producing stuff, mm-hmm. how do you feel about possible cancellations. Well, here's, here's how I look at things. If I say something that is a fact, mm-hmm. like a like a like Undisputed a straight fact. a straight black or white fact, no gray area, mm. and people still choose to hate on me, that's a them problem. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just how I look at it, and I feel like we're in a. I don't want to say generation because I feel like there's so many people from multiple generations that are in this sort of mentality but i feel like we're in an era Mm -hmm. where people are just so ultra sensitive Mm. to the point where 
you can't even respectfully listen to somebody else's opinion without getting offended. Like, someone can't even, you know, respectfully hear. Like, I remember the days where you could have a conversation and agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. And that's it. When? What day was this with mankind? Well, it's been a minute. Once upon a time.